Now let's sound check it. Okay, I'm looking a little bit better than I was. I'm going to read something from Compassion International. Okay. Patience is the capacity to tolerate challenges or delays without getting upset. Ooh, we can't even get upset, or is it just without well, showing my upsetness? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Patience comes from wisdom. Love is patient. We should be patient and gentle. God is patient with us. Jesus exercised patience. We should persevere and be patient. Be patient. Patient. Patience will be rewarded. It's hard to read with only one eye. That's a little better. Is that better? I think I think so. Excellent. We're live now. Um, Hello, everyone. Hey, Dan. Hey. Welcome to Life on the Vine. I'm Hutch. Oh, yeah, Hutch. I keep Hutch. calling you Dan. You can call me Dan. I am also Dan. <laughs> but for so the, like, this purposes, I as we've established Spartacus. before. Yeah. 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 You are Hutch, and I'm Jackson, <laughs> and this is Life on the Vine with Jackson and Hutch. It's good to be Speaking at you. Yeah. So our we have a plan today. We do. And our plan is to be really slow. Slow. That's not actually our plan. Maybe what we are doing anyways, but. Yeah, we're trying to force you. We're trying to force you into a topic. Yes. And we will slowly, in a very roundabout way, get there to what that topic yeah. is. What's okay? What's what's your guess? Who? What percentage of the you know five people that are listening uh-huh. right now okay. are <clears throat> beginning to get antsy? Out of the five people that are listening, yeah, I'd say. Zero, because they already know what the topic is. Because you put in the title. I probably did. Should I not? Maybe for the, maybe for this one, don't yeah. put it in the title. The, guess what we're guess what we're talking about today? Talking about. Yeah. Well, we are talking about patience today. We are. Yeah. And we're not. Well, I don't. I don't think we're actually going to just take everything super slow no. in our conversation. Nah. nah. Who's got the nah. patience for that? Yeah. <laughs> I hope they uh, could hear that. That little dink. It was it was pretty loud. Yeah. But but patience. So we are walking through the fruits of the spirit or the fruit of the spirit. Uh and love, joy, and peace have come and gone. Or hopefully they are oh, yeah. still yeah. with <laughs> us. <laughs> they are they are still present, but we yep. have talked about them and today we come to to patience. Patience. And I think we you know, we sort of said all of these are interconnected. They're related. They build on one another. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, you know, I kind of like that idea that they you know, that like 
I think it was um, it was Porter Schultz who gave his autobiography of Grace, and it was excellent. Or maybe it was a glimpse of Grace. I don't know if we'd changed the name by then. Um, but it was excellent, and he had a prayer, and he talked about his prayer that he prayed um, every day, and it was, Lord, something to the effect of, Lord, show me love that I may have joy that I can bring peace while I show people patience. And it mm-hmm. was it was kind of, it was the fruit of the, the, fruit spirit, of the spirit as a um, kind of a progression building yeah. on each other that... Yeah. It all started in love, and it and it, it moved out from from there. And I thought that that kind of made me refocus on the way, reframe the way that I look at the fruit of the spirit of, of it building on uh, one another, and that we can't really have one. I mean, we've talked about that. You can't yeah. have one without having the other. Uh, I I mean, I guess you can because that brings us to patience. This is the one yeah. I've prayed about the most in my life. Hmm. This one, self control. These are yeah. the two that come, those are the two that come, I think, least naturally, naturally. to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. I, I do not remember that, but I'm glad you bring that that up. And I, I do think, thinking about love as, we talked about sort of the, I don't know, the, the fountainhead of the fruits of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the, the Spirit's the fountainhead, but love, sort of the, the initial, and then from that, uh, you know, joy in the context of, of love and belonging and and then peace with God, with one another, coming as a result of that, and being able to live at peace, and um, and I think that yeah, patience, patience is. I'm, I'm I would just assume I think patience is hard for many of us, and I think that patience, we don't live in a patient society, yeah, and we don't live in a. I would not say that we live in a society that upholds patience as, as a virtue necessarily, practically speaking. Hmm. And you can yeah I, I think just, if you really think about it practically speaking we reward those who are impatient more than we reward those who are actually patient yes right we I we think so. vocalize that patience is a virtue and that we desire for people to be patient and in yeah. school we want kids to be patient and we as uh, um, but when it comes to getting years at work right impatience yeah. wins you know, as yeah. far as climbing the ladder and getting what it you feel, want and I think su- it feels like that. succeeding, quote unquote, su- yeah. succeeding in life, you've got to have yeah. a level of un- impatience. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And and even, I think, it feels sometimes like the person that shouts the loudest gets what they want in the world of politics or business or, you know, if you can make the biggest stink or just be be more aggress- aggressive than anyone else. Stunk. Sorry. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. That's right. Uh, so I think that patience, and then you know, I, I just think about instant gratification, and mm, yeah, we don't. You know, girl, I don't know. Back in my day. Back <laughs> in my day. But even I, I do think something like Amazon. You know, we we're with Edmund right now. He, he has a lot of things. He's in that stage of life where he he, he wants a lot of things, and. A lot of it is things that he wants today and won't think about tomorrow. Every once in a while, he, he kind of has similar things. But what we've been doing is, well, you can put that on your birthday list or you can put that on your Christmas list, you know. And 
then we this is true confessions as a parent we try to remember to actually write the things down yeah sometimes i forget well, and then he's i'm not like, gonna remember was that I said he's not gonna remember well that's it's gonna that's, change by that yeah, that's what i usually it does and if yeah. he does remember then it's probably actually something he would yeah want. it's a reoccurring yeah but, it, but essentially like we're saying you have to be patient you have to wait i don't know three months six months depending on when he asks for the thing before you get it and and that's sort of you know the way that i grew up but then you have you have amazon and now it's like oh i want this thing and i feel like especially as an adult sometimes you're like well i could put this i don't know on my christmas list or i could just mm-hmm. buy it now and have it in a day and yeah. be using it until christmas i and know it's say like you know it's just like we don't we have all of these workarounds so that we don't have to be patient. Yep. Yep. I, um, it reminds me, one of my favorite songs, um, is from a band called Muse rock on and it's called hysteria. And if you don't know that song, it rocks out, it rocks out. And, uh, it really reminds me, of kind of the state of our existence as far as impatience goes and what Mm. we're willing to give up. And so the chorus is, I want it now. I want it now. Give me your heart and your soul. Mm. And it's like, wow, that we're willing to kind of make that trade. Right. Cause like, I think, I guess we're diving in pretty quick here. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) I think that, I've had enough patience. Let's just get to it. Yeah, exactly. Part of our lack of patience, and maybe it's it's less of a lack of patience and more of an emphasis on instant gratification. Maybe Mm -hmm. those two things are one the same. Yeah. But it's stealing from us a lot of things that typically come naturally, Mm -hmm. and we're seeing the side effect of not getting those natural things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Say more about that. I mean, I'm, that's, yeah. that's a really interesting thought to me. So, when if we wanted to enjoy something, um, back in our day, okay, yeah. but even if you go back further than that, yeah, it, as a kid, right? What would you do? You had to. I we had to go outside and play, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Video games existed they were just kind of becoming like a popular thing yeah you know um but to entertain yourself you were there to read you had to um go outside and play you had to to use your imagination go to a friend's house and all those things took um time they took effort they took planning if you wanted to go to a friend's house it took some forethought and some things now uh, entertainment or even just mind-numbing disconnection is at our fingertips yeah. all the time. And so through going outside and playing, we're stimulating our brains through imagination. Mm-hmm. We're outside. Like the, the thing now is to go touch some grass and be grounded, yeah. right? Yeah. And all that is is being outside. Yeah. And we don't do it. Like yeah. it's yeah. literally go outside and that will have huge health benefits. Mm-hmm. And we didn't realize the health benefits of being outside because we didn't yeah. have a lack of being outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you um, don't realize you have a, but you have until you don't have it or you don't right. do it. And then you're like, oh, this actually exactly. good for us. Yeah. Um, fast food. We want food. I'm hungry. I need food now, right? Yeah. I am in a stage with my oldest um, that she 
cannot bear to be hungry. Mm. And I get that. Like I get hungry and I get hangry and I'm a little cranky. And I have to remind her that it's not a bad thing mm. to to like sit in that pang of hunger. Yeah. Now, do I want you to go hungry? No. Yeah. I don't that there's yeah. a difference there. Yeah. Delaying eat stuffing my gullet full of food just yeah. uh until the next meal time. Yeah. Is an okay thing. Like I can tell my body no that just yeah. wait and yeah. it'll you'll be okay. Yeah. Um I can last two hours yeah. without yeah. food. Um I want I just want to come back to that thought. Yeah. You can finish with your but yeah. that yeah. So fast food, you get hungry, you drive somewhere, or better yet, you don't even have to drive anywhere. You can get it on Uber DoorDash, Eats or DoorDash Uber, yeah. or Grubhub or whatever, and it gets delivered to you for oh, what's an extra delivery fee of fifteen yeah. bucks? Yeah, it's so expensive these days. It's like yeah, whatever. Well the extra fee. Yeah, fifty bucks for McDonald's delivered to my door. Why not? Um, and then you eat, and you the whole terrible. time you've been on YouTube or doing something when really you're probably not really even doing anything you're not you're occupied but you're not productive mm, you're not yeah. doing much and that robs you of something that's very very therapeutic which a lot of people don't like to do but actually has huge therapeutic benefits of cooking mm. and the reason that that has a whole lot of benefits is because a lot of the work that we're involved in has no start and has no end. It's very mm-hmm. continual. Yeah. And there has been huge um, science uh, and, and studies on the effects of being able to start a task and finish a task and have a finished product. Whether that finished product is great or not, just starting something yeah. and finishing yeah. it and the, the effects that that has on mm-hmm. our brain, on our attitudes, mm. on the feelings of of accomplishment and worth yeah. is is massive. Some of the best things that we can do for ourselves to dig ourselves out of a hole or a rut is to do simple tasks and to recognize that that was a task that I actually yeah. completed. Like we do yeah. it all the time, yeah, but we don't recognize them as tasks. Yeah. Like make a list of all the things you've done today. Like putting on your clothes and shoes. Like you got dressed for the day. Yeah. That's actually yeah. a thing. And when you, you live with a three and a half year old and twin 11 month old, yeah. you realize that, yeah, I accomplished something. That's right. Getting That's on right. clothes is no small thing. That's right. That's right. But ha- having and stacking up those accomplishments, those things that yeah. we've actually done that have a beginning and they have an end and we've completed that thing. And now I am, I am enjoying yeah. the work yeah. that I've done has huge effects on, on us. And those have gone missing because of our instant gratification. Yeah. The things that are right at our fingertips. Yeah. It's so interesting. I, and I, I love all that. And I feel like there's a dozen things in what you said that I want to touch <laughs> on. I don't know exactly in what order we're going to touch on it, but um, just, just first off, just the idea that patience a gift of the spirit, a fruit of the spirit, something from God. We don't always think of it. You tell someone to be patient. I think most of the time we've, it feels like a, uh, like, oh gosh, I gotta be patient now. Maybe we wouldn't say it's a bad thing. It just feels like, okay, gotta be patient. But what you're saying is that actually is going to be of practical 
benefit. Like a, a patient life versus an instant gratification life might actually have these benefits that we would never have thought about, never have known. And I, I just think that's fascinating that so many of the things that God tells us to do, that calls us to do, invites us to do, life with Him, uh, is not just about the rote, do this because I said it, but it's like, mm. there, no, there's actually, there's benefit. There's a way I created the world and the way I created you and the ways in which I invite you to live are actually the most life-giving. Mm. I and, love that, yeah. And I think that what you're saying there kind of speaks into that. I, I think so, and I think it's because we've taken it to such an extreme. I think that oftentimes when I talk to my kids about being patient, it's like, I need you to wait for a couple of minutes, Yeah. right? And in that couple of minutes, it's weird. Waiting is, I have found that waiting for in between like two minutes and I'd say like 12 minutes, if I'm in that window, mm-hmm. I find it very, very painful. And if I'm, Interesting. if I'm on the short side of that, it's fine. And if yeah. I'm on the long side of that, that's a long enough window. Even if I don't know it's going to be longer than that, yeah. it's a long enough window for my brain to have be, become occupied with something else. Mm. And so then I feel the pain of waiting less. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah like yeah. It, 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 it's, uh, it's more of the tension of having to be in this space where nothing is happening. Yeah. That no, is, I, is, I, is the, is the like thing that makes me bristle. No, I can totally get that. It's like the last five minutes before dinner. If you're like everything's ready, but you're, you're it's, it's not yes. it's not quite time to get everyone to the table. Mm-hmm. It's not quite enough time to go accomplish another task or something. You're just like in that liminal space of okay. Yes. When is when is it going to be? When is it going to be? And it was huge for me when I was a kid because my mom would say if I came up and I said I'm bored, she'd say okay that's great. You can either read or clean or you can read or you can clean. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do either one of those things. And she's like, oh, well, then you have something else that you can be doing, something better that you can be doing. Yeah. Go find it. And it's Ooh. like, so you can either be not bothering me by going to do something. I now know what that Bad. means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, she knew man. that I didn't want to read, and she knew that I didn't want to help clean. her clean. Yeah. And if I said yes to either one of those, it was going to be of a benefit to me or to the household. Yeah. And if I said no to those things, then it would, the onus was on me. Yeah. Well, to obviously go, you're valuing something higher than those two things in yeah. terms of enjoyment. Right. So and then I yeah. just got to go figure that one out. And yeah. so it, and you know, my mom is smart, but I don't know that she's smart enough to necessarily, she didn't come up with the studies to know that like imagination and imaginative play mm-hmm. is um, huge in, um, confidence for children mm. and for um, brain development and to, for development of abstract thinking and, and some of the benefits that come with imaginative play yeah. that if we don't ever get bored enough, like boredom is a good thing for yeah. us too. Yeah. Like we want to avoid boredom, but if we, now I seek boredom, I'm like, man, I wish I had enough time <laughs> where no one needed me and nothing needed to happen to where I could get bored. Like I haven't felt boredom. Yeah in such a long time i'm like yeah. i wonder how do i feel that again <laughs> what was i mean was the last time you were bored not like you can't be like bored in a meeting yeah yeah, yeah. you know like while you were actively not doing something that but i would like, ever be more bored in any meeting oh that that's I've just ever me been a part of. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me Ugh. 
Oh man, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like where you felt like, oh, I don't have anything to do. Yeah. So I'm bored. Yeah. And you had to no. Create anytime, to anytime do. I'm not doing something, it's that. What am I missing? Yeah. Or or that feeling or the feeling of, okay, there. It's more often like, okay, here are the ten things that I need to do. And it's like, okay, I don't have like maybe this space. I don't have space for these nine. Like, what's the thing that I would be most or that most impactful or effective in this space in this time or i don't know or do you ever have the moment where like you have so many things coming into your brain at the same time that they kind of cancel each other out yes and then you're just thinking dan you're talking to an adhd yes absolutely 100 percent. that is where i live that's where you live perfect all all the time not just me yeah but what comes out of boredom when you get to the space where you say I don't know what to do. Yeah. And it's not its not because I don't have, um, well, it is because I don't have things to do. I have nothing to do. Yeah, I've run out of the things to do, Yeah, and I'm bored. What comes out of that? Imaginative. Creativity. Like creativity. Right. Yeah. So as a, as a kid, you you create in, in imagination. As an adult, you create in art, or you tinker, and you yeah. build things. Yeah. Like we call them hobbies, right? Which yeah. we have to schedule time for our hobbies yeah. now. But how do you think that the that society was forwarded? Like we didn't spend time just numbing our brains because they didn't have television that we just consumed and we sat there and and did nothing. It you got to the end of the day and all the chores were done and all the things were were done and uh, you thought, okay, I'm gonna put away work. And now what do I do? By candlelight, like what do I do? Yeah. And that's where invention happens. And that's where creativity and innovation and all those things happen. Passion projects. You write, you journal, you read, you, I don't know. Yeah. We did models growing up. Oh, yeah. Put together models. Yeah. I think it's really good. Like 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 Zoolander models. (laughs) Zoolander models? Yeah. I'm a male model. It also a man. Oh, yeah. Not not that sort of model. We did not do modeling growing (laughs) up. Uh, it, It also makes me think about the importance of solitude and you know, yeah. in terms of the Christian faith and time with Jesus. It's, I mean, it almost is, yeah, it's like creative time with God or like God speaking, God speaking a new thing or a new reminder or something into your life just yeah. in that space. Or, uh, uh Kim Jones has uh, been done a lot of stuff with staff. Shout out. I don't know if Kim listens to our podcast, but I don't know. Um, but Hi, she, Kim. I talked to the pastors a few years back and she does HR stuff about the, the idea of like the whirlwind that we have all of these things that we have to do. And, and then in the context of that, trying to figure out what are like the one or two things, basically leaving the space for new projects, like leaving space for creativity. Mm. And if you don't make that intentional step, the, 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 the whirlwind was what he called it and probably from somewhere, but like that will take over the entirety of your time you know like if you don't mm-hmm. create space for that yeah creative thinking right you're, you're not going to ever have innovation in your job in your work in the things that you're doing because things will fill out that space well and i um just kind of as you were speaking i was thinking about this isn't that creating of that space essentially patience in a different form to say that can wait. It's just yeah. like saying my yeah. hunger can wait yeah. for a minute while yeah. 
something new is born and prepared, yeah. right? Yeah. It's kind of that same practice to saying kind no. Of to Advent. Sorry. Ooh. Something waiting while someone is something is born and prepared. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But no, I think that, I think that's and and being even even the patience of of waiting when you don't have an idea. Hmm. Golly, that's frustrating. Like I mean, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Just, I mean, yeah, but is. like I think that idea of creativity or I don't sometimes with sermon writing I mean sometimes you just got to sit down and, and write it and yeah, yeah. you don't have any you don't feel like you have any creative energy it doesn't feel like the spirit's necessarily flowing sometimes you know the spirit is always faithful and yeah. you just kind of learn yeah. learn to trust but right but there's swimming with the current and swimming against the yeah, current yeah and then there are times you know, I found for me I'm like you know what instead of just sitting here banging my head against the wall I think it is an act sort of a patience of I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do something else for me, like running physicality mm-hmm. often. And then sometimes in the midst of that ideas will come and connections and, and things. But, but I, I do think there's an aspect of, of patience of I, maybe I don't need to do this right now or this thing can wait or what can I push to the side or even, you know, I, I, th- I th- the, the psalmist, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined and heard my cry. Um, he lifts me up out of the depths and that's, and that's a different, maybe a patience in suffering and a patience in trial and tribulation. But I, I do think there's a, a principle there that sometimes for whatever it is that we are wanting from God or wanting in life, we got we got to wait. And, and, and it's not necessarily going to come on our timetable, even if it's not maybe a sermon idea, right? Yeah. Or the, the, the next, I don't know, the next big topic for youth Sunday, you know, like wh- yeah. whatever it is, like yeah. we got sometimes we're waiting and i think that if i like way back to what you were saying when i said put a pin in it because i want to come back to this yes i i as, as you were talking i thought i think i think about trust okay um which takes us to me back to love right all of this begins with love and and like that relationship of love mm-hmm. when when you're asking um i think you're talking about campbell like when you're talking about be patient or Edmund, like, you don't need a snack right now. Be patient. We're having dinner in 20 minutes. Yeah. That's an invitation to trust that yeah. at the end of your patience, you will get what you are d- desiring, what you're longing for. Yeah. Right? Like, you will, there will be food <laughs> at the end of your patience. Your your hunger will be met after the period of waiting. And I think that patience is in all of this that we're talking about is, is connected particularly patience in the context of faith is related to trust and is connected to a relationship of love. If we trust God, if we trust our heavenly father and his love for us, then we, I think that is enormously important for the capacity to wait Yeah, and the capacity to, um, to be in that stillness, to be in that silence, to not be doing all the things that we feel like we need to do, even delayed gratification to think, okay, there's something else that's better. And maybe I can't see it right now, but I'm, I'm going to wait. And, and again, to me, it's just that, that word trust is coming up, that I'm going to trust that whatever God has is going to be better than what I see right in front of me. And I feel like I want to reach for and grab. And so I'm going to be patient. I think, that leads us really well into the other thing that, that one of the other aspects of this, that I think that's really important and you hit on it already of just the patience and suffering. Yeah. Right. 
to trust that. I don't know. I think there's like a twofold trust there. Okay. That God, God's plan is at work. Mm-hmm. Right. And that suffering does end at some point. Yeah. Like there is this trust and this hope and this promise for something better. Yeah. Right. And we're not trying to, I think so, so often when I get into situations that I would consider as suffering, which I would also say hasn't been a huge, large amount, like in my, yeah. life. though usually they're created by myself. Um, yeah. But yeah. I, I, I think that there, for me, there's this desire to quickly escape and get out of that. Mm. Like that's mm-hmm. God's will is that he doesn't want me to sit here in this. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to deliver me for the from yeah. this. And that may be true. Yeah. But I also in scripture read lots of stories by either people's own devices or by God's will in conjunction with people's own devices. Yeah. They land themselves in these places of suffering that they don't maybe at the time because we don't know everything that they're feeling and thinking but they don't seem to be pining away to get out of the suffering then Mm. they kind of endure it Mm. and then through that suffering something else blossoms i'm thinking joseph right Mm -hmm. um both josephs actually but uh i was thinking more old testament joseph in in his situation and um we we can name a whole bunch of different ones. Daniel comes yeah. to mind too in yeah. several different areas. Yeah, times um, and iterations. Yeah, and so there's kind of this this trust that it it's not going to be like this forever, mm-hmm. and that there is something else, and God has promised something else for me. Yeah. And there's this trust that God's not leaving me alone here. Yeah, and that there's. I don't want to say that all, I mean, I, I don't know. I have this tension. I have this desire to say that not all situations are redeemable, but then I also mm-hmm. have this knowledge and trust that the, all situations are redeemable. Yeah. It, it just may not be the way that I like it or I perceive it right now, but yeah. it kind of this trust that even in this suffering, even in this season, even in this situation that I trust God in this. Yeah. And I trust that he, that there is something different mm-hmm. out there that this won't last yeah. forever. And then, yeah, I don't know. So I think that the, the trust and the patience and suffering are tied together yeah. kind of twofold in the different yeah. types of patience, yeah. patience for what's to come and patience for what God is doing currently. Currently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's, I I like that, and I, and I think, I think pay, like suffering, particularly, and obviously there's various facets and forms that suffering takes. But I think suffering is, I think we can safely say like suffering is never an end in itself. Yeah. Right. It's it's not something. God God uses it. God brings us through it. It can be formative. It can be shaping. It can be the tool that God uses to bring us to deeper faith or to mm-hmm. you know. Uh, 
sharpen us or to purify us. You know, there's lots of different ways in which God uses suffering. And so we, there's a, a trust and a patience in the midst of suffering because God is sovereign over it and, and using it. But also we do believe that there's an end to suffering mm-hmm. eventually at some point. Yeah. And, and God leads us through that. Um, and so, and I think that's the challenging thing about suffering. Like I would never say that suffering is good as like an end is, is never a, but yeah, but it can be good. It can be useful. You can be useful. Yeah, yeah it can be. You know, what I'm I think that's it's it's a hard thing to talk about suffering in that sense because it's um, because there are some tragic things that can really happen during suffering, depending yeah. on the context yeah. and those of suffering you that would you're never talking say about. Are good, but God is it emotional turmoil that's happening? Is it physical trauma that's happening? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's lots of different ways yeah, of, that we're kind of talking about all these sufferings yeah. Yeah. as a overarching thing is there yeah. persecution is there oppression is there um broken relationship like those are all sufferings yeah yeah for sure um even crisis of faith or yeah, for sure yeah um uh, even just being secondhand to watching loved ones implode you know yeah. like yeah, absolutely that's a suffering that's absolutely yeah and any yeah and some of those have very real tangible effects mm-hmm. to them. Like they all have an effect, yeah. right? And some of those are, I would think, are much harder to sit with and to say, yeah. this is good. Yeah. Or something yeah. good will come of this. Yeah. Like, no, this this sucks. This yeah. is bad. Yeah. Yet, yeah. The, the truth of that, God has not left me there and that God is at work in this, that this suffering, this thing is not, like you said, the end and it's not good in and of itself as suffering, but it can produce something in the future. We can, there's something else and we have that hope and that trust and that patience for what is to come in the future and for what it's to be. And, and I mean, I think of, James talks about it. Paul talks about it. You know, like suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces perseverance. Perseverance produces hope. You know, it's like this 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 way of God working in the midst of circumstances that goes far beyond anything we could see in the moment or imagine in the moment. And then that that call to be, I think, yeah. Which again, like patience and trust. Yeah. And I think it's related to again related to love. It's related to to joy. Right. We talked about. Oh, shout out to um. Uh, uh, Adam, yeah, yeah, who in response listened to our episode on joy, uh-huh, and I uh-huh, like his analogy. Uh-huh. He talked about weather patterns, and you have, uh, you have, oh yeah, yeah. Well, well I remember this. Weather. Uh, he said climate and weather. So joy weather, yes. is more like climate. It's yes. the long pattern, yeah, trend of the weather of the weather. Where and in the midst of that, you could have rain happiness, or sun, yeah. Or, is yeah. kind of comes and goes fleeting <laughs> yeah. weather. Yeah. So I, I I like that. And then but I think that, you know, too, like patience, right? Joy and patience are related. Um joy that that sort of foundational reality and and um in the context of joy, it's easier to have patience. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's hard to have patience if if everything feels like it's it's a negative and a cause for doom and gloom. Um but in the context of a of of joy Patience is a little bit easier. I think peace, definitely, if there's a sense of resting in God and 
um, if God's peace is with us, then that too sort of bolsters your capacity for patience, right? Yeah. And it's just hard. It's, I find it difficult to speak about all things patience ubiquitously because I'm talking about like like we're talking about the patience that I have for my got to work for something yeah in the midst of my family falling apart and yeah. during this like horrible thing and also my patience for tacos because they're coming yeah. out late like and I'm not trying to make light of any situation but all of those are are patience encompassing which i brings yeah, yeah. me to a different point in the actual practical implementation of patience and i i try to reiterate this to the to the youth a lot of times is that if we can't practice some of these things in small moments then they're going to be near impossible and we're going to need a miracle for them to be in yeah. practice in yeah. big moments yeah. And so if we have no patience when we're driving on the road, mm -hmm. then we're not going to have patience when our world is falling apart. Yeah. You know, we're not going to have any patience for yeah. God. We're not going to have any patience for other people. Yeah. Um, when, if we don't have uh, patience for standing in the line mm. after a long day at work, then we're not going to have any patience for the person who is, acting erratically in front of us as their world is falling apart yeah. and they need, yeah. they need some yeah. peace in their yeah. life. Like I, so it, it, one, it's really difficult, I think, to talk about the full scope mm -hmm. of patience and patience and suffering. And two, I think that it's important that we do talk about that full scope yeah. because the small end of that or what we would consider small sufferings or small moments of patience yeah. really build on themselves to um, have the Holy Spirit enable our capacity for a larger patience and a larger timeline yeah. when the stakes are raised even higher and yeah. um, things may, and that in turn um, raises our capacity to trust which mm -hmm. then in turn, like you said, raises our capacity to love and to yeah. receive love yeah. and to be joyful in the yeah. midst of some of this suffering yeah. too and to have peace even when things aren't going right and we're having yeah. to be patient and waiting for the thing. So I, I think that's really good. And I think that's very practical because I know I think at least a question I, I found myself asking is am I... I don't know, in some sense, am I prepared for suffering? Mm. You know, am I, like, what What would happen? I don't know. You know, like, you put yourself in the shoes of someone else going through whatever it is they're going through. Yeah. And uh, you know, what, how would I respond, you know? How would I, what would I do? Would I, reading the early church and martyrdom, like, okay, would I, would I be the person who stayed faithful and burned at the stake under Nero, or would I be the priest that apostatized and was like oh, i don't i don't know jesus you know yeah. like yeah um and you always you have you, you you think the way you would respond but i think that what you're saying is just like is it, it the little things are important mm -hmm. like the little and we talked about habits formation on this but like the little things the little decisions the little moments of stepping into patience like stepping into gratitude like stepping into joy um they are formative yeah they 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 are they're ways in which we shape our hearts and our minds and 
And I think that's, yeah, it's, they're maybe of more significance than we sometimes think they are. Yeah. Um, I think when it was in John Orberg was here. Yes. About, I, yes. I was you, thinking. Were you thinking about the same uh-huh, thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I still try to do it, and it. I could use this language on here. It pisses me off. Like, <laughs> are you doing the traffic one? Yeah. Driving in like the like, same lane. Yes. I, okay. This is this is true confessions. I did that for about a week. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> and I sometimes do it. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, he encouraged if you struggle with patience and you want to have patience, what you should do is you should get in the slow lane, the right lane. For those of you who don't know how to drive, that's the lane you should get into. If if you're you're not passing. If you're a slow driver, you should drive in the right lane. Yes, please. Um, (laughs) But um, so you get in the right lane and you stay in the right lane and you don't pass anybody until you get there. So you stop and you go the speed of the person in front of you just and you just you get there when you get there and try it it is maddening and you realize how little patience Patience, you actually have but when you create enough space for you to get somewhere Mm -hmm. and you have enough time guess what you get extra dashboard time you get uh dashboard windshield uh i guess dashboards in a car too yeah but uh windshield time you get extra um music you get extra conversation with the person who's and you might get yeah. there slower yeah. right to the end yeah but there's it's kind of like that well you can read you can clean or you can do yeah. find something else to do and well and to be complete i mean i this you know true confessions i'm i'm probably on the slightly more aggressive side when i drive <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> and what's really uh, okay can we just get real can yeah I, can yeah, i go for it c- c- true confessions true confessions of uh of a pastor yeah so ooh, that should be our new podcast like another one true confessions oh i don't know that i want to do that yeah I don't <laughs> so uh, maybe you've had this uh, of well the addictive side of me, you see someone zoom past you on the highway. <laughs> like, I know exactly what you're going with two, this one. Two things. One, yes. like, they get pulled over. Yes. The other is you, like, get off the highway and they're stopped at the same light that you're coming up to. And then, like, especially if, like, it turns green and you're, like, able to go around them. Uh-huh. You know, like, it's one of those sinfully satisfying moments of like (laughs) i really if somebody goes past me and then they get in front of me this is my like driving and it's not safe driving or good (laughs) driving but i will i can see it coming where they are about to hit a slower car in front of them i will speed up and i will drive right in step with that slower car in front of them and i will impede traffic to and in my mind i'm feeling like that person's learning a lesson they're not learning a lesson no they're just getting they are getting really (laughs) angry yeah but it uh makes me feel better yeah yeah and so that those are the true confessions but i've also been on the other side of that where i was the person like pinned in trying to or like just feeling like oh i gotta i'm i don't know i'm, I'm late for something and i yep. gotta get on the highway and then i've been the one who's like 
looking at the cars I'm passing and then I get off and I'm at the stoplight and then they're like, boom, 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 yeah. pulling up like right beside me, right behind me. I'm like, what did I gain? Yeah. You know, like gain an extra one minute, yeah. 30 seconds. Like, and for the, and even going back to your starting point, like for the stress, for the like angst, you know, just to, to like driving, you, you just, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like you don't, you don't need to live like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't have to carry this stuff. Um. So well, yeah, practicing so patience, but I, but I do think it it translates right. I mean, yeah. it's 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 shaping and it and it's that it's that decision making. It's 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 what decision are you going to make in the moment? Mm-hmm. And I think that um those things they they do build on each other, right? I mean, it's well, and when you start to practice patience, then you. It's not that your patience builds immediately. It's that you come to the awareness that you do have that decision to make. Mm. I think when you're not actively practicing patience in terms of being patient mm. with one another in, in this world, not yeah. necessarily God. I don't. I, yeah. I haven't thought through if this yeah. actually goes in that direction. Yeah. But as, as far as we relate to one another, um, you come to that point where... I get to make this decision, right? And then what we do is we get to either um, make the selfish de- decision mm-hmm. or the selfless decision. Mm-hmm. Or um, am I going to gratify myself or am I going to yeah. gratify others and glorify yeah. God? Is yeah. usually what it comes down yeah. to. And maybe it's not as cut and dry as that. Yeah. Or you could even put it as you get to make the kind Mm-hmm. Or the unkind. I, I have been thinking kindness is the next word. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Decision. I, absolutely. And it kind of leads absolutely. us into if we can stop and we think like, I'm going to make the kind decision here. Yeah. It's probably going to make the journey for us longer. If we're waiting mm-hmm. in line yeah. and we really want to be kind and the register to the left of us like opens up and they're like, I can serve per- a person here and the person in front of us isn't paying paying attention. Yeah. We could either serve ourselves and say, Oh, well, they're not paying attention. I'll go there. Or we can tap them on the shoulder and do the kind thing and say, Hey, that register's open. They said the next person. So that's you. And we can yield that to them, which makes it longer for us that we have to wait, but we are practicing kindness, which is our next thing. And And I think you talked about the vertical and I do think we haven't really talked about it, but a continual reminder of scripture is that God is patient with us. Uh, uh, and, and like, I think thanks be to God. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, so many of these attributes or, you know, gifts or fruits of the spirit, they're, they're of God. Right. I mean, so, so there are things that, and God is patient. God is at this divine forbearance without which we'd all be eternally damned. You know, yeah. like we'd, we'd be up a Creek. Well, and, and God is patient with us, but he's not he, he's not a pushover. Like, there is a oh, limit yeah. to oh, that yeah. patience. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think sometimes God is infinite, and so people, I, I say people, because I want to give myself cover here, yeah. right? Yeah. Some people. Some people say, I tend to think of God will be patient with me kind of no matter what, mm-hmm. right? And Campbell does this to me. Where I am like patient and I'm patient, I'm patient. And what she'll throw right back to me when I lose my patience is, Dad, you're not being patient with me. And it's like, 
yeah, I'm not being patient right now, yeah. but I've been patient for the last yeah. whole day. Yeah. So. How old are you now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that there's a, like, and I don't want to, I, I think that these things are of God, but I don't think that being patient and being patient with one another necessarily means that we yield everything to everybody else no matter yeah. what. Yeah. You no, know, there's absolutely. a limit to those absolutely. patients, yeah. to, to patience and what we will take. Yeah. Um, but I also always think that there's a, a capacity for us to expand. Yeah. There, there's for sure. to expand that. And just because we reach the end of our limit doesn't necessarily mean that we're wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a lot of senses, yeah. it means that we need to expand our capacity for, for yeah. patience. But in some instances, it means that, no, there are, there are actually yeah. consequences yeah. For, for things that we're, we've yeah. allowed behavior and been patient with behavior to see mm-hmm. if we can, we can work with this. And yeah. I can't work it's with the, that anymore. Yeah. I mean, I think okay. it's, it's the truth and grace. It's some, yeah. even the nature of love that we talked about. And I, and I think that there's the roles, if I can put it that way, that God's given to us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, God's, God is eternally patient, but there is a day of judgment and there's, yeah. and there's, there are consequences and there are, there is punishment for sin. And like all of these things are not to the exclusion of God's patience. They are all part of who God is. Yeah. And I think your idea of like the parent, like, yes, as parents, I'm sure 99% of us could be more patient. And yet at some point Edmund needs to leave the house with me to go to school so that I can come to work with shoes on <laughs> and with a shirt on. And like, I am happy to be patient with him and I, yeah. and I can expand that and have be kind. But at some point, you know, we're in the car yeah. and you're going, and I, that's not a, that's not a death of patience. It yeah. is just the reality of I'm the dad. We got to do something. And, and, and I think that's where patience can really get rolled into kindness, mm-hmm. you know, and that even in consequence, there's, there's kind yeah. ways to do it and there are yeah. unkind ways to do yeah. it. Yeah. Right. There are, and I, I remind that to Campbell sometimes too, especially, and I'm starting to have to with, with Hattie is that like, I, I may have hurt your feelings, but, um, there's, there's some onus on you that has created this storm. Yeah. And guess what? Uh, just I am working on patience just as you're working on patience. I'm working on things just as you are. And you better be glad about it because if I hadn't, this could have been a lot worse for you. And like <laughs> Yeah. Um because because I'm working on kindness and that yeah. in my response, my when my knee jerk reaction is frustration and anger, yeah. that 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 I don't know that that there shouldn't be a consequence here, but the rough edge of that needs to yeah. be smoothed out to show, show kindness and mercy, even in parenting. Yeah. And that, that, that doesn't mean the abolition of consequence. It yeah. just means that I can be, have this with a softer yeah. uh, edge yeah. than, um, There's, yeah. Yeah. Than what it could no, be. Yeah, for sure. The, <laughs> I don't know if this is the best like analogy to bring in because 
it, it, but anyway, I'll, yeah. I'll do it anyway. So okay. you can always yeah. check it out. Yeah, so sorry. I read these these books growing up called the the Pendragon Cycle by Stephen Lawhead in the the world of like high fantasy and yeah, I've heard of it. I've not yeah, read that. They're fun. Yeah. He also wrote this Arthurian legend um, cycle, which is which is great. Cool. And uh, but one of the books, Quentin, the main character, gets a special special sword and he like allows him to defeat the enemies of the kingdom and drive them out and but when he gets it it's, it's sort of arthurian legend mm-hmm. pulling on that sort of theme there's like these words spoken over like never use this in anger never do it in revenge like yeah you know, like do it with honor do it with you know don't don't kill your enemies because you delight in it mm-hmm. you know and anyways that that just like those words like never in anger, never in rage, never in jealousy, never in, you know, response. Like just not that I'm ever killing anyone, but like yeah. those words come to my mind. Like how am I responding? Like w- whether it's discipline, whether it's in a relationship, I, I never want to respond. To, I just <coughs> think those words come to mind, never in rage, never in anger, never in revenge, you know. Um, but what does it mean? You know, disciplining in kindness. Mm-hmm. Um speaking the truth in kindness with love, right? Like that's, that's the way that I want to, we want to live and, and um, carry ourselves. So anyways, one thing, and I think we're probably about yeah, the end of our time. I yeah. think we're there. I think d- just, we, we've sort of said it, but patience is not passivity. Yeah. I think we've, we've sort of said that, but, and I do think of the Psalm, I, you know, waited patiently for the Lord he inclined and heard my cry. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, pa- yeah, we can, it's okay to cry out in the context of being patient. Well, and I <laughs> you think know, and invite, like we want God to act. Yeah. We want God, especially in that context of relationship or suffering. Right. But it's, it's still crying out to God in the midst of that. And it's, it is w- waiting and, and, and continuing the context of faith and trust um, even as we're asking God to act and to intervene and whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, patience, as I, it's not, well, whatever you're going through, sorry, just be patient. So sit down, shut up, and wait till it's over. Like, that's not yeah. that's not patience, right? That's yeah. not what God calls us to. Um, it's always relational. It's always um, the context of love. And um, But it's, but it, it, you know, anyways, just wanted to, it, it that kind of reminds me of like hockey has um each hockey team has an enforcer but they're not on the ice all the time hmm. they're held off the ice until it's like we need to go rough somebody up yeah and it's like <laughs> it's not passive yeah it's just not time yeah and then yeah. it's like okay now is the time now is the time to go check somebody into the boards <laughs> and and I, I i do think that ultimately that's going to happen like like you said with the, with the arthurian legend and, and and things when you have the sword not in anger not out of spite not in revenge not in those things that are of us the vengeance is for god and for god alone and that will happen yeah in his time yeah we don't need to force his hand in that we don't need yeah. to force our own wills yeah in that um, but I think our patience, like we've said with, in parenting, isn't, isn't even how we also, how we relate to one another too. It's not, it's not passivity and yeah. our patience with God isn't, isn't passive either. Yeah. It's, yeah. um, that, that God is still at work yeah. even when we're forced to 
be patient and yeah. to wait. wait. Um, anyway, cool. Cool. Hockey. Jackson. Yeah, always a pleasure. Touch. Yes. Thanks absolutely. for listening. Thanks, Thanks to for Eric. Yeah, Eric's done the uh, 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 theme song. That's what it's called. Theme yeah. song guy. Theme song guy. You have a theme song guy. Yeah, I do. He does so. good work. Thanks for all of you yeah. uh, for listening, being patient with us. Thanks for our sponsors, which are us. Um, <laughs> You'd like to... No. no. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, we will... Rock you. Rock you with kindness next time. Yeah, that's right. There we go. Thanks. Killing you with kindness. Yeah. We need to get better at ending these. Tune in next time for kindness. Yeah, that's right. On the Jackson and Hutch podcast. We're so glad that you listened. Until next time. Ciao. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that. That's too good. <laughs> it makes me think of uh, Anchorman. <laughs>